0: Yeah, so let's jump into that, um, talk about man-to-man, right? So man-to-man, the number two, right. I think it's important, man to org is the website, number two, because people are like, I don't know how to find it, right? And right. It brings up some crazy stuff, but it's and, okay.
1: And just a caveat. It's number two. caveat. Yeah. And is there may be some things that pop up you're not going to like. If you, if you put in the wrong thing, yeah, right. just... Right? And even if you man, put in the right thing. the but, number
0: two man yeah, dot org fine. and go and you're fine. You, you know, don't have to Google it. Just put it in there right. and go. It's easy. Right. We all get to this point where we should be able to do that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this happened fast. I feel yeah, fast. I feel like it happened fast over the course of the last 30 years. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it, it that way. Explain right? it. Explain so, it. so here's what happened is we are at Honey Rock Basic. Yeah. Right, and which is Wild at Hearts. And I'm yeah, Wild at Heart basic. Yeah. And we're at Honey Rock, which is the camp we're at, which is a fantastic new song that's out. By the way, I don't know if you've heard that song, Honey in the Rock. Fantastic new song, by the way. Okay. Um, just incredible. If you if you Google it, you'll, you'll figure it out. But anyways, um, that's another one to be
1: careful about like Honey in the Rock. No,
0: yeah, don't <laughs> maybe don't Google it. Okay. Look it up on your music stuff. Um, it's Brandon Lake, and he's my favorite. That guy just jams. And so uh we're at Honey Rock and, and I'm I'm a I'm a hot mess. Like I am a I'm a snot Ballin'. like not okay. I I'm I'm not okay. Like I am I'm feeling like I, I maybe should leave. But yeah. that's where I was at was I don't know if I can do this. Like this is a lot. And uh Well you're also in a very tough season of your life, too. For sure, yeah. And and, and I'm just I am, like, I'm getting torn apart from the inside out, and I'm I'm at a point where I have to make a decision. Am I okay with this and continue on? Or, like, I don't know if I... Like, I, I have to make a decision at this point. And I I look over at you, and you look over at me, and you have, like, face beat red. Your eyes are all red. And you go... You, you said something along the lines of me, like... Uh, I I've always known that this is who I was supposed to be, but I haven't been living as that person for the last 20 years. And I'm so mad at myself. Yeah. What to me, like that is where man to man was born. Like this beep come yeah. popped out yeah. and that like, what
1: is it that you were feeling at that moment? Well, it's, you know, I've been, as you know, I've been discipling, mentoring men, putting on men's events, you know, 27 years. for 27 years. And, uh, in the beginning, it was with teenagers, with teenage kids, and teenage guys, and it transformed over about a 15-year period to more young adult men, and then it just became more adult men. Right. And um, but I've always wondered, you know, you know, I only did the events, I, you know, do the events, and then I'd mentor, and God kept bringing me guys to mentor, and disciple, and and so basically what happened, I'll Hopefully, I don't start balling, snot balling again. <laughs> but basically, what happened was. Um, there was a part in the video that john talks about you know that god's got a calling on every man's life and yep. and he wants you to go out and, and he wants you to ask god a couple questions and have him answer and i sat out there at that lake yep. and i'm like okay god i need to know i need to know what it is i'm in the second half of my life and i want to finish well And so I need to know what it is. So like, you got to part the water. You got to make the cloud form a word. Do something. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to mess it up. I mean, if you got to slap me like spiritually, but it hurts my face, I don't care. Do something. And for an hour, I got absolutely nothing. Man, that's. I mean, like, how hard
0: is that to go for an hour for sixty-one minutes at that point? Yeah. Sixty minutes of nothing. Yeah. That sixty-first minute. How many guys don't? I mean, I can tell you like. I know there are many times in my life I don't make it to
1: thirty minutes. No, I don't make it to three sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, sometimes. Right. So, so after yeah, after an hour, we had to go to the next session. Yep. And I came back into the next session, and I was discouraged. I was like, I, I really wanted to hear God Roofless. in a significant way, right. like I've never heard Him before. And uh, and so then John comes out and he opens up with that clip from Gladiator. Yep. And if you've never seen the movie Gladiator, if you haven't, it's a great movie. But uh, Commodus is, or uh, I'm sorry, not Commodus, but what's his name in the movie? Okay, I'm lost. Gladiator uh, guy. Yeah, Gladiator guy. Yeah, yeah, Gladiator okay. guy. He's in the Coliseum and he's fighting. He's gonna, Maximus. Maximus is going to fight Commodus, yeah. and um, and uh, he's, you know, he's in he's in the arena, and and he ends up. If you watch the movie, he ends up. I can't. I don't, maybe I shouldn't tell you what happened. But anyways.
0: Spoiler alert, this movie was from the 2000s. Yeah, I mean, haven't seen I it now. Like, so dude. anyways,
1: but he ends up killing Commodus. And um, I'm watching this. and then, uh, But at the same time, I haven't left the lake. I ha- at the same time, I'm still right. thinking. I'm still trying sure. to listen to God. I'm still trying to, God, say something, say something. And then all of a sudden, after he kills Commodus, his lieutenant you know, says, Maximus, Maximus. And Maximus kind of, was he was checking out. He was dying. Yeah. Uh, he from a stab wound, and he is dying, but he kind of is. He is falling. He fall, fell back into the veal. and he looks at he looks at his lieutenant, and he says, "You know, free my men." Mm-hmm. And the moment that happened, my entire body got hot. I'm I'm like I'm like that's it, and I really felt. I heard God like I never heard him before. I said, "This is what I want you to do. I want you to be a vessel that I can use to that helps men be set free from this world that trap them that's where they can't mm-hmm. live life anymore." they've lost their masculinity, I want you to spend the second a half doing that. And he said, you've been chasing the wrong thing for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And that was, to be truthfully honest with you, that was a pastoral role at a church. I thought that that was what I was supposed to do and do the man stuff on the side. right? And so for 15 years, I've been chasing the wrong thing. And I know that, I know what it is. So. Right. And so that's that was the pinnacle. Like you say, that was 27 to 30 years of Mentoring, discipling, and putting on events, but it all came to culmination at that one event at Basic, where God specifically said, "No, I want you to be a, an oracle that I can use, a person that I can use to help men be set free from this world." So.
0: so, like, it's so amazing how that event, like, brought all the pieces together, right? Yeah. Like, it just God, God was moving things that yeah. that just happened at this event. I mean, it didn't just happen. Obviously, God is this is, a, is very good at making plans, right? Like, but the way that he interacted with everyone individually there, mm-hmm. but also bringing together this band of people to make this man to man thing happen. Like, he literally brought together this group mm-hmm. at that retreat while working on each of us in individual things mm-hmm. that we were doing. Right. So we would come to each other and, and you know, and I'm thinking like, man, I, like I'm going through this personal, deeply only me introspective moment in my life. And I would say something to you and you're like, yeah, and that, and this is, and, and you would say something back to me. And I'm like, holy crap, like th- these things fit together in some randomly odd way <laughs> to me at that time. Yeah. But, and then, you know, and Mick the same thing he would come over and he'd be like guys i don't know what's going on but god's talking to me about this and we're like well, join the group man like come on in it's yeah. clear that all of this is working right i mean it was crazy how that sort of came together yeah. in that
1: in that one retreat and it was it was interesting because i've you know I've been, i mean i've been doing guys events for so long i remember when john elder's book first came out and i took you yeah and like 12 other guys 12 other teenage guys we went through it when it first came yeah. out and literally, to be honest with you, I was I was going to the basic event to go kind of see how John does it. Yep. You know, this this last year, I was kind of like, you know, I'm gonna check it out, see how he does it. You know, see kind of what he says. I wasn't going there to get changed because I don't need change. <laughs> I, you know, you I'm doing it for 27 years. I got it. it. Frick, that was yeah. So I mean, yeah. so that's what I went into it thinking. And by the second by the second session, I was toast, like, you know, yeah. red face, not balling, trying and hearing God like I've never heard him before. So. And so that birth,
0: this man-to-mammal, right? And, and and what, what I think happened to me is it, it put a definition on, what I was seeing, right? Like so I I knew what I was seeing when I, in the world with right. men, right? I I knew what I was seeing, but I didn't know how to define it. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to talk about it, right? And so what I saw was. The, the definition of men and the way that we're told we're supposed to be, right? Like, right. like, uh, uh, be you know, that what John says in, in the basic thing, right? Like, you're supposed to be this nice guy, right? You're supposed to be a nice guy, you're supposed to be kind of fluffy, but but a little bit edgy, yeah. right? I mean, enough to be able to open a jar, but not so much to be able to you know, use a power hammer, right? Like, I mean, like, we're supposed to be nice, we're supposed to be calm and collected all the time. You're supposed to, here's the one that gets me, right? And this is what really got to me is you're supposed to have all the answers. Mm -hmm. As a guy, you're supposed to have all the answers, but not always answer the question. Right. Because if you answer all the questions, then you're overstepping your bounds. But you need to have all the answers because you're the guy. So you're the the man, you're supposed to have the answers. I don't have all the answers. Right. Like, as a guy, I, I was looking around and I was going like, I, I know a whole lot of guys. None of them have all the answers. But we're all the sitting answers. in the corner right. going, I'm supposed to have the answers. So... And supposed to be doing something. So, if I if I let somebody else know that I don't have the answers, right. what does that make me? Right. It makes me a failure as a man. It makes me less of a man. It makes me... It, you know, I mean, how... And, and that's what I saw. And... And... This experience put a definition on that for me, like a definition of it's wrong. Right. This is not how we are supposed to be working with each other. We are supposed to be able to bounce off of each other. We are supposed to come together
1: right. and figure this thing out. And it just, but that's not what we're taught. It's right. not what we're told. And so, and that's a, and I mean that's the tough thing is, is, is what I think every one of us men battle. Right. Is the fact of that. We see it happening around us, but it's also happening to us. Mm-hmm. We know it is, but we don't want to accept it. Right. You know, I don't want to be that, what John says. I don't want to be a, you know, John says, you know, you know, the nice guy. In other words, when you die, they said, man, he's a really good guy and he cooked great waffles. Right. <laughs> right, right. 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 Yeah. That's not how I want to end. I don't want that right. to be, yeah. I don't want to be known for cooking great waffles. My wife great great waffles. Yes, yeah, she does. But, uh, um, and I can cook great waffles. But the point is, is that there's got to be something more. and that's what is being that is what is is being stolen that is what is we're being told that that's something more inachievable shouldn't achieve it in the way that we feel we should achieve it shouldn't be aggressive shouldn't run after it shouldn't strive for it shouldn't move towards it um when it comes to being successful in life when it comes to being a good dad a good father a good husband whatever the case may be you know let let like case sera sera," the the old you know the old uh movie where, where they where, when they sing a song what is it the lion king you know yeah the lion king is uh kuna matata kuna right, like a, right? Uh, you know that's what that's what we're taught to live right we're yeah. taught to live like you know just live each day but you know but don't don't do anything to make each day and so um and that is so aggravating to us guys so i don't care who you are as a man it will become aggravating to you
0: and, and think about the progression that we live right It's so again you look at society when we were younger I mean, neither of us are young anymore right? i don't i don't think it's a surprise to either of us but you know when we're in college the girls all wanted like the the, the bad guy right like you know I mean? you want to be the bad guy you want to be the kind of edgy yeah. you know i mean for me it was like that grunge rock time you know where it was like man you're not you're not quite death metal guy but you're definitely not listening to boys to men you're like in that pearl jam you know uh nirvana you know i mean you're like you're in the you're in a little bit edgy, you know. You want the guy with the motorcycle, with the fast car, but that doesn't get arrested, right? Like he's got to be have a little edgy, right? But then as you as you work your way through life, and, and you end up, you know, you get married, or you know, or you get older, suddenly it's like you can't wait. You can't be that anymore. You know, we don't. We, that's dangerous. That's bad. You can't be that but that's the person that you are. Or that's what I like about you, but now you can't be that. Now you have to be this soft, easygoing, right. you know, person. As a guy, like that's super confusing. And what happens, I from what I'm seeing is that somewhere in there a lot of guys, and there's not everybody. There's no. some that I know who figure it all out, but I would I would even venture to say most guys. Mhm. They, there's a break in there where they go. I, I, I don't know how I don't know how to be this dangerous, kind of kind of edgy guy that you, that you wanted before, and not be at the same time. And so, like, there's just like this that happens, this mm-hmm. break, and and you start to just kind of make it up as you go along at that point because you you don't really know what to do next. And for 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 society and and for for the for the women, they, you know, they're like figure it out dude like you you got to figure this out i'm not gonna figure it out for you rightfully so Mm. but most guys can't we can't figure it out on our own and that's where we just kind of get stuck and you see i mean the result of it right what is the result in society that's happened over the course of that right i mean you you and i talk about it all the time what is the What's the fruit of that? Right. as the Bible calls it like what is the result of that? And you know, statistically
1: you were saying some things yeah. that you were pulling up, right? What is the result? I mean the result of that, I mean this is what's so this is what's so it's so right before our eyes. And this is what I think this is what I think is is, is such a it brings such conflict to the design that God created us men to be because we can't look at our world and not see what's going on and then choose not to participate or to make it better, it kills us. Right. Because we're here for that reason. Mm -hmm. And and that's where we have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of men living in that space, like you're saying of, I know there's something I can do, but I don't think I should. And then if I do do it, it's gonna piss somebody off, or someone's gonna be mad because it's my opinion. And everything inside of us, like you know, we've—I've been, been saying for years. And John Eldridge says, for you has always said, we're we're born into a world at war, right? And this is the proof. I mean, there's there's a father there is a father absence crisis in America, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. 18.3 million children, one in four, live without a biological, step, or adopted father in the home. One out of four. One out of four. No father in the home. Consequently, there is a father factor in nearly all social ills facing America today. The U.S. Census Bureau in 2020, um, living arrangements of children under 18 years old, 1960 to present, Washington D.C. Census Bureau, and all that kind of stuff. So that's where that came from. And then here's what's even interesting: the father absence crisis in America. Four, uh, when it comes to children, uh, they are four times greater risk of poverty or live in poverty, Mm -hmm. seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teenager, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to face abuse and neglect, two times greater risk of infant mortality, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to go to prison, two times more likely to suffer obesity, more likely to commit crime, two times more likely to drop out of high school. Just because there's a fatherless, a yeah. fatherless home, these are the statistics. That's the that's the result. Yeah. Of,
0: what we what what the way men are yeah. in our society right now. Yeah. That's the result. Yeah. N- nothing in there is any any. There's no silver lining. No. Let's face. It. I mean, there's there's, just, there's nothing in there that makes you go ah. But you know.
1: Yeah. There's this. There's nothing. And here's what this one really rocked me. In the United States, there are more than 64 million men who identify themselves as being a father. Out of that figure, only 26.5 million men are a part of a home where they are married to a spouse and have children under the age of 18 living there. That's less than half, yeah. Unbelievable. And so these are the, I mean, I I could read off other statistics about Suicidal rate of children because they're living in a fatherless home. I mean, it's, it's every every statistic, every scientific fact, every um every sociological fact, when it comes to the nature of children, they are they decline in all areas when there's not a father that, that spending the time with their kids in their home. It's just and, it's and cool. how many of them? I mean, the one statistic you
0: said in there was about you know teenage pregnancies are yeah. X amount higher, right? Like, how many of them repeat? that cycle yeah like the the all you're doing is yeah. continuing this cycle because you've got girls that grow up in fatherless homes that are that are that are becoming pregnant as teenagers yeah. which means you know that there's not a father in that home yeah. right and then you've got boys that are growing up in fatherless homes that they don't to them it's that's no that's the norm that's, the norm. that's what they that's what they you know what's what they're supposed to do is yeah. to be they you know they don't want to settle down and you know i mean why why that's. Uh, what they were taught right they don't know how to do it right they don't so even if they wanted to
1: they don't know how to they haven't seen it before their own eyes right and that's why you know that's why the other statistic is the other statistic that when you ever when you ask a child who they look up to it's movie characters yeah Batman. man you know uh spider-man um their their heroes are no longer real right it isn't their father it isn't a policeman. It isn't a fireman. It isn't a teacher anymore. It's make-believe characters because why? They don't see it happening before their eyes anymore. They don't. Right. There, there are not the men around that would cause a young boy to go. I want to be like you, Dad. Right. It just isn't happening. So, again,
0: the idea behind this man-to-man is to start to reconstruct that in the people around us. Right. right. Is to begin to. Begin to change with what we can control, which is ourselves. So you know, us and, and the other, the other people that that are part of this man to man, this building, this right. It's not just us. It's you know, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of people um, that are involved in this, and, and we'll have them on the podcast too uh, as we kind of go forward to to meet that crew and, and introduce everybody. But um, you know, first we committed to being different ourselves. Oh yeah. Like hey, I am going to. And this in my life, right. I am going to change. I am going to be different. I am going to approach life in a different way. Right. Um, and frankly, you know, for myself specifically, it was to go at it with with intent. It's not just you know, well, I'm gonna hope that things kind of turn it around, right? No, right. it's like I am going to seek out. Guys that are ahead of me in this process or I'm going to seek out books, videos, podcasts, whatever. And I am going to ingest that and then I'm going to put things into, I'm going to specifically do things differently. I'm going to make an intentional change in my life and then I'm going to surround myself with other people that are doing the same thing. So that if I fall back a little bit, there's other guys going like, what are you, what are you doing? Hey, we're, like, we're, we're going forward, so let's go, you know, let's, let's do this, and, and then in that personal decision, we've created this group of guys that are all moving in the same direction, and, you know, the, the byproduct of that was us looking around, going, "How can we get more guys?" Yes, exactly. Right, yep. and so we looked around and we said, "How can we get the... We can't. I mean, t- you, know, you were telling me the other day about you know the crew out in, in uh, South Dakota feeling the same way, right? Like, or North Dakota. North-, North Dakota. North Dakota. Feeling the same way, you know, like like I can't just. I can't just do this with me, right. and I don't. I, I don't even feel like I can do this with just the 10, 12 guys that are in our, our core group, right? Our, we. Have, it's like a, it's like just me, and then there's probably five or four or five of us, that, five or six of us that are in our core group, and then ten or twelve that are in you know a little bit tighter group. Like
1: that's not even enough. Right. How do we take it further? Right. And so, like that. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a classic example of the scripture that says, "Faith without works is dead." Right, I mean, you can watch 155 podcasts about being a man, but if you're not doing anything or applying anything in your life, it's dead. It's right. it's worthless. I mean, I know a lot of people who can quote many different podcast leaders and speakers and all that kind of stuff, and their life still sucks. You know, and there's a there's a difference. Right, and this is what I think is happening. And I love what John says and what we've been saying is not every guy is gonna nope. stick to the journey. Right, and we've had we've had guys over the last years that you know have I can't say fallen off the map, but they they whether it was life choices or whatever i'm not saying they're all bad no but they, they you know they're just not a part of you know what we're doing um at this point in time and uh and but it literally when you see the effect and when you've experienced it yourself you can't help but invite other men to it you just right. can't it, it's innate it has to happen and i think that's what makes us different i think i think not only is god moving on the heart of men I believe it's, uh, I believe that he's moving in such a way that even unbelievers, even, our guys are going, boy, man, I got this Wild at Heart book. You know, and I started reading it, and I showed up at an event, which happened in North Dakota, actually. That's awesome. Almost half of the guys that went to that event didn't were invited by anybody. They just happened to stumble across Wild at Heart, or the or, the pod, or one of John's podcasts, or his website, saw that there was an event in area and thought, I think I'll go. And yeah. I can tell you, because I talked to these guys, what God did in their life. And I don't even know if they're believers in the beginning or not. So God is definitely on the move and stirring up the heart of men. And this is just one of the areas that I think men are going, this is what's going to make an impact in my world. right? So, so in, in part of the
0: issue that, you know, that I, that I, we've noticed, I've noticed. And, and I think that you have too, is that what do you do? Right? Like what, I think there's a lot of guys feeling this way, but then the questions, but what do I do with that? Right, we're busy, we're busy. You got life to live, you know. I mean, I you got stuff you got to do. Just do doing this took us how many weeks, <laughs> months, right? right, to put this together. Right. Like, the last time was there was a freaking snowstorm yeah. on the Absolutely. day we were supposed to last do last it, yeah. yeah, like earlier this week, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah, it, was it was like Tuesday. We, you know, I mean, everything is coming against doing these things, and it just continues to make it harder and harder, right? And so, guys are just like, it, it's it takes a lot of effort mm-hmm. to actually do this so like what do i do what do i do next and and that's where to me it's important that we give them yeah we give them a place to go to where there's guys already doing it yeah. we're walking this path and again by doing it i don't mean like there's some 17 step this is not a no. this is not a seven step program this is like uh let's let's commit to going down this path and then we're going to figure it out right. We're gonna we're gonna find somebody who's three steps ahead of us, and we're going to pull from them how they made it through where right. I'm at right now. You know, I I I say to my my son, you know, he's 16, and, and he comes to me and he's like, Dad, you know, I, I don't know what to do here, and I'm like, I, you know, buddy, this is the first you're the first 16 year old I've ever raised, and so <laughs> I, I don't you know I don't know how to do this either, right? right? So let's figure it out, right? And and. That that's okay. Right. It's okay
1: to to be there. And when you when when you think about that very when you think about that that very thing that you said, the reality of you know I don't know what to do, but I know something has to be done. Right? Yeah. yeah. What we're not going to do as a city. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I know something has to be done. That's how God designed us. Right. He didn't design men to know everything and have all the answers like we said earlier, but he did design us to find it to find the answers. He did design us to not stop. He did design us to take on the challenge. He did, he did design us to move forward, you know, all those things. So so realistically, that's supposed to cause us to be excited right. about life, not cause us to step back and say, I'm not going to participate. No, the, the adventure and the story that we're in that God has designed for us is supposed to be epic. It's supposed to be confusing once in a while. It's supposed to make us strive. It's supposed to make us fight. It's supposed to make us think. It's supposed to challenge us. It's, that's how He designed us as men. I mean, and so that, so literally, when you start to experience these things, you no longer want to slip away. You want to add two. You no longer want to to take a step back. You want to take three steps forward and create a future. And and to me, that's what's so important about why we're doing what we're doing is to have every guy experience that. Uh, and because the experience is way better than just intellectually discovering it from a book or a podcast. No, when you when you when you hear God say. Free my men. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause change in my world. Right. Period. Right. Despite the adversity. Despite the things I come against. And there's been a lot. We could, that's one podcast that I'm sure me and Daniel do. Ever since that time, there's been a lot of attack of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Trying to steal what we got. Trying to steal what we regained. What we, as John said, what's been stolen, what's been lost, what's been brutally assaulted mm-hmm. in our life. I, you know. I heard a guy say, you know, the other day, I was listening to something or
0: watching something. And he said that, you know, the Bible says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. He said, but I, I think he's given up on the stealing. And it's the day that we're living in now, he's killing and destroying at oh, a much
1: higher level than he's stealing. He's been stealing for years. Yep. And he's stolen enough now to where he's got enough property. Or he's just trying to kill and destroy oh, so now. Because he, he has that authority. Yep. Because he's stolen so much from our lives, that's a great statement. That's pretty good. It's it's crazy, and it also you know I mean, it, again like
0: what so as guys we're like so okay so what do we do right yeah. and that's what we're doing. So man to man's gonna be we're gonna have events yeah. because in the end um, you have to get guys in a in a place where you can pull them out of this world and you can you know kind of I mean I I feel like with me it was almost like I was I, like that shaking right like that. Hey, stop, yeah. block out the Pause. noise, yeah. right? And, and listen, I have something that I want to tell you. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it was shocking, but at the same time, it wasn't, now here's the answers. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes we think that these, these, it, these experiences, these retreats, right? Like, I'm going to go there and I'm going to get all these answers. It wasn't at all. It was like, I have something to tell you. And I was like, okay. And he was like, I have something to tell you. Right, what is it that I have something to tell you? And I was like, what? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it was like, that was it. Yeah. It was like God was trying to tell me that he had something to tell me. Yeah. And so from that point on, now I'm like, what is it? Right. Like, what is it, yeah. what is it here? What is it here? What is it here? You know, and, and it's, it's this constant like, okay, then I'm listening. Then you tell me what you have to tell me. And, and, and that, that's the event was it allows you to kind of get shaken off of your norm right? right? you step outside of your norm and you just become the ability to to hear and to listen and to accept yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: but it's not the, that's not
1: that's not the point. The point is then what happens after the, the point is it's actually the catalyst to your story. It's the catalyst to your change. It's, it's not something I'm supposed to invent and end. It's actually carry you through for the next ten years of your life, right right. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I've always said, I've always said this: what informs you forms you, mm-hmm. and these weekend events takes you out of what usually is informing you: your right. cell phones, yeah, your yeah. your the TV email, and Your and the TV, yeah. work. And literally, I really believe, literally, if we took fifty guys in a camp and had them just not look at their cell phones, that'd be enough. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. And there'd be a lot of stuff that come out oh, of that. Oh, they'd person. be hearing things yeah. they'd never heard before. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. I'm being so, totally serious. You can ask any guy that's been to one of these events, and the biggest transformation that started everything that happened to them, or the biggest catalyst that started everything that happened to them, was the reality that they couldn't look at their phones. Right. Not only does it show you your dependency upon it, you want to get the information, see who's, who's saying what to who, and all that kind of stuff... But at the same time, the reality of what you're listening to all the time that you don't even realize oh my gosh. So that's the
0: start are these events. Like, that's what we're, you know, we we have a lot of, we're going to do a lot of events to try to shake people out of their way of thinking and to start to build the basis for new ways. But then, like, this is a journey. You know, I had somebody ask me just a couple days ago, you know, like, do you feel like, the question was, posed to me, like, do you feel like you've dealt with your anger issues, right? Like, so, um, you know, you go back three, four years, and, um, you know, and I was probably a little bit angrier person, uh, probably, right? Like, I was an angrier person than I needed to be. Like, right. I just, I, I did not deal with anger well. And anger in itself, I realize, is not a completely terrible thing. It's, it's how that anger is expressed Played in other in people life, right? and how it plays out in my life. You know, I was not good at dealing with that. And so the question proposed to me was, do you feel like you've dealt with that? And, you know, immediately inside of me, I want to be like, heck yeah, I haven't been angry in like, like, like eight to 12 months. And I, I could honestly say that I could honestly say that I have not been like verbally, you know, That's like, awesome. like aggressively angry in, right. in eight to 12 months. I think I can, I don't, I know. like, I don't even know the last time I can, where I was like outwardly angry like anybody else would have looked at me and said, dude, you're angry, right? I I don't, I can't even think of the last time. That's how long ago it's been. So I I can honestly say that. But when that question was asked to me, like, do you feel like you've dealt with that, your anger, the answer that came out of my mouth, which I I mean, I don't even know why or who was speaking uh, because I, you know, I mean, I do know it was a different person than would have said anything two years ago. It was no, it's not a. It's not, an, I'm not I don't ever want to, I'm not gonna ever arrive right it that is part of me that is me that is part of what makes up me it, everything in the you know 46 years that I've been alive that that makes up that no. that response in me and so I'm never going to just be like I'm done with my anger issues I have arrived at the pinnacle of <laughs> non-angerness right? right No it is a constant journey of that I am taking where I'm not even 90% of the time addressing specific... I'm not going to therapy to address my anger issues. Right. I did for for years or for a little over a year, I went to therapy to address those issues. Right. But I'm not anymore. But I'm still not slipping back into that because I've developed... I'm walking this path where that isn't something that comes out of me anymore. Right. And I will... It's not. There's not. A, it's not like an arrival though. It is. A, it is a journey that I'm going to be on. Right. Again, not to not be an angry person, but a journey to be a, a more well-rounded person, to be a better husband, a better father, a better man, a better right. a better son, right? Um, to my my parents, a better friend, a, you know, all of those things that. The, the the issues that I dealt with, it just doesn't. It's not part of that anymore. Yeah. And well, and it's so.
1: It's, and I mean the scripture says. I mean the Bible says, don't don't get too comfortable lest you fall. Right. Don't get to the point of where you think you got it taken care of because you got to remember. It. And we'll we'll get, like say when we do these podcasts. You know, we'll talk about a lot of these things, but you gotta remember the enemy never gives up on using something that worked in the past. Right. He's just right. he's like, Oh, yep, Dennis, you've got the right scripture verses, and yep, you pray a lot, so oh, you got me beat. No, he turns it up even more. <laughs> you know, of here. If you have if you've had anything, any type of problem, any type of thing that you constantly are in battle with, no matter how free you feel or how free you get, the enemy's gonna try to reintroduce that into your life. Right. It's just so. part of his plan. And right. I, I got a whole teaching on that. Uh, but, you know, and so that's why it has to be a journey. That's why it's got to be, and I, I, what I love about God is he's omniscient. He's all-knowing. He knows everything, right? So even when you think you've arrived, he opens up a whole new door to a whole new spectrum of things that you've never even figured out or never even heard of before, right? right? I mean, he's just yeah. He's just that way. And once we think we have him figured out, he just opens up another avenue like, oh, no, i know I'm not even close to figuring you out. Right. And once again, though, that's supposed to make us excited about following God, not shy away from following God um and but you know that that's why we're doing what we're doing yeah is we want to see more men excited about doing life instead of just trying to take life on mm-hmm. instead of just trying to let life take them on we're trying to we're trying to get men to the point of where their where their excitement and their walk with god is so strong that the, the biggest adversity can come and yeah it can be painful and yeah it can be hard whatever but the point is they don't have to give up attitude
0: right yeah it's like we talked about yeah. we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks right it's it's like we're, it's burning the ships. Yeah. It's li- like, literally, we're yeah. like, Hey, this is, we're, we, I can't give up on it. Right. Again, again, somebody asked me the other day, like, you know, it, has anything changed in, in a, you know, in a certain thing I'm dealing with, right? It's like, is, is things changed, and I'm like, no, because it's not even an option. Yeah. Like, giving up is not an option for me. I, I can't.
1: And, and how that played out just actually, you know, you know, I didn't know if we didn't know if we were going to go here or not, but just how that played out two days ago at work. I mean, I just told <laughs> Dennis a little bit ago. What we mean by it is this: This is how simple this, this is how simple and complex this is. I'm working at um, Chick Fil A at this point in time, and I, you know, I uh, have a headset on and I'm taking orders for the drive thru and it's like this: We got to run people through every three minutes, you know, bam, 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 bam. And I'm telling you right now, we had the most a day filled with. I'm just gonna be honest: It was like every stupid person in the world came through Chick Fil A. <laughs> every mean person, every illiterate person, every person that couldn't speak English, every type of person that could make your day just suck came through that day. <laughs> and I'll never forget, it was from it was about 11.30, and I'm like, you know, because this was happening to the other girl that was doing the headset, this was happening to people that were taking care of the counter, I and mean, yeah. you could feel it in the room. Everybody's getting frustrated, everybody's getting upset, everybody's getting angry, um, they're starting to be short with each other, and I was like, that's it! He's like, that's it. We're choosing joy from this point forward. I'm, we're just going to choose joy. This is going. We're going to be happy. We're just going to be happy. And everyone, you know, everyone, look at me like I was an idiot or freaking out. But I'm like, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to choose joy. And, he, and then all of a sudden, my boss Kelly walked up to me because I told him earlier, like, you got to pray for me, man. I'm getting frustrated. You know, I'm getting frustrated. And uh, and I'm the adult in the room. If you don't know about Chick-fil-A, it's a lot of teenagers <laughs> yeah. that are there. Yep. And so I'm supposed to be the example in some way, shape, or form. And um, and Kelly walked up to me. He goes, "Hey, Mike. He goes, he goes I'll take you off a headset. I know it's frustrating you, and I'll put you, you know, I'll put you as a runner. And I'm like, no, right?
0: Not you're not, you're not,
1: I'm not opting out of this, right? Just because it's hard, just because I'm frustrated. I know. And that's what me and Dennis are talking about. Even in the, even in those little situations like that, it's so easy to go, yeah, you're right. I'm going to go take a break and step away. And God wants us to step in in mm-hmm. those moments and say, no, I want you, I want you to, I want to reveal who you are in the midst of that situation. And I'm telling you guys, the next four hours, we're, the whole place was laughing. We were listening to certain people, not laughing at, yeah, we were laughing at people, but, <laughs> but literally the attitude began to change. Why? Because not because I did something, but because we all chose as a team, right? That we're not going to, we're not going to let this affect the way or who we are and we're going to choose joy. And I haven't laughed so hard. At that job, and I've never laughed that hard. We were pee in our pants laughing. I think <laughs> it was, but why? Because for me, anyways, I chose to to continue it, step right. into it, not step out of it, and take a break and go. Yeah, it's too hard for me. I don't want to do it. Um, and that's the killer that, And that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We don't want them stepping out. We want them stepping in and creating their futures, not letting their past dictate their future. So
0: And you're creating change, right? I mean, in the end, you're like, okay, I can either accept what's coming to me, or I can create change around yeah and and you just start to create that change it it is an effect i mean it does It, it is a ripple effect that then like you said goes out to the people around you and and in the end you know we don't know you don't know exactly what that change does right and you don't know what the end result you know what the end result of giving up oh yeah and and we we read the statistics we know what the end result of giving up and taking a step back and allowing the world to overwhelm us, we know the end result yeah. of that. what we don't know is the full res- result of stepping into it because it, it ripples out right. right I mean you don't you don't know the effect that that has on the people around you or the customers or the you know the people in general I mean it, it's there's so many examples of things that we've seen in the last couple of years where you know, doing small things, making a decision to let somebody come to basic at the last minute, right? When we were like, well, we have to have a, we have to have a head count and we've got all this planning going on and we've got to let the camp know and blah, blah, blah. And somebody last minute is like, I want to come. And, you know, and half the group is going, you know, like, I don't know. We we already said we were going to cut it off. We can't just leave it open. And, you know, when you were like, no, man, we're like, somebody wants to come, we're going to let them come. That Nick is amazing. Yeah. If you know Nick. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I'll drop his name. I don't care. You know, <laughs> he's, he's great. Nick is like, I can't, I can't be around Nick enough.
1: Yeah.
0: The dude is like, just, just well, uh, seeing uh, Nick makes me like get warm and fuzzy well, and like smile. him. Right? each other. Like, right? yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> like, that dude is amazing. Oh, yeah. He is a great guy. I would hang out with him anytime he asks. Right. When he talks, I shut up and listen. Yeah. And like, he's just, he is a great guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, again, making decisions to just lean into it and be like, hey, you know what? We're just going to, we're going to press forward yeah. and we're going to figure this dang thing out. Yeah. And we'll find a bed. We'll find some food. We'll figure it out. I don't yeah. care.
1: It, yeah. The payoff is like, well, it's, it's not- unbelievable. Because God is going to honor your steps. Right. I mean, he's going to honor the steps you take towards him. And that if that means you have to give up a couple of days of work, he's going to honor that by somehow, some way orchestrating new more finances. He's just that way. Uh, he's he's done. He doesn't want us to sacrifice and then not see the not see the results of our sacrifice. He's one that wants us to see what happens when we sacrifice our time and our life for him, so that we can become better men, so that we can become stronger. And it plays out consistently in our lives. It doesn't mean that we're never going to have struggles. Fact, no, you might have more. Right. Exactly. You might have more struggles, but the point is is that we're, we're battle ready and, yeah. and we're, we're, we're stepping into the battles because of the foundations that these things that we're doing bring. And I'm telling you guys, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, you know, Dennis and I have been a part of I don't know how many basics now. I'll help lead, you know, Good amount. I've helped lead probably six or seven of them now, three becoming a Kings. And I, I'm, I may be there as a leader, but if I sit in a session... I'm still getting rocked. Right. I, I'm still I once again I haven't arrived and we never will. And I believe to be truthfully honest with you, I believe as soon as you start going through these things and nothing happens, you're just becoming prideful in an area of your life and you need to be careful. I mean that's just my you know you're buzzing. My wife's calling me. Um she must be on her way home. She always calls me on her way home. But and so that's why it's so important when it comes to you know what we're what we're coming across to everybody here and the fact of this works. In fact, I just heard a quote uh, the other day say, if you want something to work, work, work it in your life. Mm -hmm. This works. If you're willing to give up what you're doing now and sacrifice a little bit and show up. I mean, everybody knows the whole statistic about 90% of being successful is showing up Mm -hmm. Um, and, and experiencing it yourself. And yes, some guys may experience it and go on and lead incredible lives. And then there are other men like us that are experiencing like we need to get every single human guy that we know into this experience. Right, yeah. and both of them are okay. Yeah, both guys that fine.
0: experience it and then go, "Hey, I'm going to take some of this and yeah. I'm going to apply it in other areas of my life." And thank yeah. you, and whatever, great. But those of us that are like, "Hey, I need, I need somebody around me," yeah. like that's what this is for. This what is the, to engage this conversation.
1: What was the statistic that um, we just got from Wild at Heart about the number of people? number remember. of guys. We just got a text from somebody. I think it was... Yeah, I don't remember. Anyways, guys. in the last year, or two years, the last year, the message has gone out to more men Right. in the last year to two years than it's gone out in the whole 17 years of him doing this ministry. Prior, yeah. Right. Prior. That just goes to show you what God's doing in our world to mm-hmm. men. I mean, the reality is it's just real. It's true. Yeah. So... It's time. It's time to do it. So that's
0: what man to man is, and we're excited to do it. And I'm excited. I can't like I I I don't know where it's gonna go. Frankly, I don't. I don't. I don't even have. You know, it's always this. Oh, you gotta have vision. No, man. I because why? Why would I? God has a vision for this, and so why put my vision on it, right? I mean, that kind of seems silly. If we have the choice between okay, let's see what God's vision is. I mean, we have plan we have a a part of the story we have a plan and we're gonna walk our part of the story but but what comes of this is I mean I'm I'm excited I think it's cool it's 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 the thing that gets me stirred up and going and and it's it's the here's the best part of all this is I have I have two sons 13 and 16 right now and it's affected them Mm -hmm. like they are Josiah, I picked him up from school today. My oldest son again. I'm dropping his name, and he's gonna, you know, now, <laughs> now he's gonna be like, "Dad, shut up and stop talking about me." Whatever. Uh, your friends don't watch this. You'll be okay. And even if they do, good for them. Um, you know, he got in the car. I went to pick him up from school today because his car's broken, and so it's a whole like he's 16, his car's broken. That's a traumatic experience, right? It's like losing a, your best friend for him. And uh, so I went to pick him up from school, and he got in the car, and he's. You know, like what's up? You know, sixteen-year-old, uh, just not not engaging. Not he's just down. He's out. You know, just I had a terrible day. I'm like, all right, well, tell me about it. And he starts telling me about the day, and and how terrible it was, and and um and it started out super negative. It was you know everyone has got problems. Everyone's this and that. We had a 15 minute drive home. By the time we got home, it was laughing, joking, uh, you know, like uh, uh, talking about what we're gonna do this weekend, talking about you know him talking about going to work tomorrow. I mean it was just like this. it took about 15 minutes for him to work his way through this. And I just know that like two years ago that car ride would have gone way different. Mm-hmm. It would have been, you know, what's your problem? Why don't you just knock it off? you know, suck it up. It's, you know, this is life. You gotta, you gotta figure it out, you know, and, and it's just like this path that we've started walking has just changed the way my kids even are experiencing life. And so it, it, this whole, this whole thing, it, it, it it works. I mean, It it, it just, it just does.
1: And this is the cool thing, for those of you that are watching, this is the cool thing, all right? When Dennis says that, when Dennis says, you know, um, how he how it's changed and affected his relationship with his sons and stuff like that, I've been able to watch that over a year. Yeah. So when he says that, I'm like, really? How? No, I've been a part of the experience of him changing and, and me and him having conversations about the conflict he has with his son and then seeing and then seeing the results. Mm-hmm. That's what's so awesome about this ministry. That's why I know this is a movement of men. It's not that's why I can't even say ministry. It's a movement of men. Why? Because shared experiences will always, always help me to grow in my own experience. For sure. So and he's not just saying that. Now I've been a witness. And 10 other guys that go to a year with men have witnessed the change in him when it comes to how he approaches his sons. And, um, and so to me, that's, that's how it's always supposed to be. That's, right. That was the design in the first place. Mm-hmm. We we're never supposed to be alone. We we're never supposed to be in our own little story. No. no, God just he teams us up with other men to be in the story with us, so we can share experiences.
0: Right? Think about. I was just I was laughing about this the other day. I went and uh, I watched the first two episodes of the next season of the Chosen, the TV show around Jesus' life and his disciples and everything, with my son. And uh, the like the end of the second show or something like that. There, it's the disciples getting ready to like Jesus paired up these disciples, and he had these twelve disciples, right? And he's like, "All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pair you guys up." And then I'm going to send you out. And these guys are like, we don't, what are we going to do? And, you know, and he's like, well, you're going to do, you're going to do miracles in my name. You're going to, and they were just like, we don't know how to do any of this. He's like, it's cool. You'll figure it out. Right. And he, like, that's, he didn't send them out. Think about how much more, you know, you think about, well, efficiency wise, how much more ground could we cover if we went by ourselves? Nope. He said, you're going to be best paired up with somebody else. So they took their... They took the group of, you know, the whole Jewish nation. He pairs it down into 12 dudes. And then he says, okay, now I'm going to pare it down into you and one other person. And you're going to go out and you're going to actually do this thing together with somebody else. It was never meant to be alone. It was yeah. never meant to be by yourself. Yeah. It was never meant to be that way. Yeah. Jesus himself, God on this earth, didn't do it by himself. Right. The first thing he did when he, before he starts his ministry is start bringing other guys into yeah. it. Before he did. Yep. You think God himself
1: couldn't do it by himself? Of course well, he could. Of course he
0: could. But he didn't.
1: So that's yeah. so we're not doing are not supposed to be doing it alone. Right. And that's that's the other thing great about it, is there's a reality that you can be tough and you can want and you can try to do things on your own. That's great, but there's gotta be a point in the trying where you go, I need a guy like Dennis to help me with this or a Rich or a Lucas or a Garrett or a Jesse or a you know, there's, there's gotta be that point. It's not that we give up trying on our own and just expect others to help us. No, that's stupid too. You don't know, no, you, you gotta try on your own and, mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time have a, have a phone line that says,